All right, ladies. All righty. Uh, today is open to the public, so it will be posted on the public page. And so uh, I'm going to start with talking a little bit about our program, and then we'll get right into the video. So the program has individual coaching. It has um, group coaching and um, a weekly program that you do some um, on your own type uh, video and worksheets for. And then um, we come together each week, whether you're doing the group coaching or if you're doing the individual that gets the group coaching. Um, and we uh, present a topic and then we uh, have a discussion, open coaching's available, question and answer kind of stuff. I do open these up once a month to um, the public and this one is open to the public. So uh, we will get started. So to start, I am going to um, turn off your, uh, I'm gonna, well, someone else just came in. So I'm gonna have you guys turn off your cameras for right now, and then um, we'll turn those back on at the end. Okay. And then I'm going to go ahead and get the video started. We'll watch just a real quick video and then I'll come back on and we will discuss it. It's coming. I promise. We've got a spinning wheel. There we go. All righty. We'll watch the. What do you do when the scale isn't moving? You have been sailing along and getting results on the scale. Maybe the last couple of weeks you've noticed that the scale has not moved. This might be a good time to level up your eating. I would ask you to be patient for two full weeks before changing anything. Before you make any changes, the first place you start is by looking at your habit tracker. Look and see if you have been consistent there before making any changes. If you see that you have been 80% or better in each habit, then it is time to level up. If you are not, then you still have things to work on right where you are. When you are not writing or assessing your plans consistently, then you really do not have a food problem. You have a habit problem. Look and see why you are not doing it. Ask yourself why, and then look for ways to make it easier to really create the daily habit. Next, look at your water and sleep. If you are not consistently getting those in, that can make a difference with the scale and throw off your hunger signals, even creating more urges. Now, if everything in these categories is 80% or better, it's time to really assess your habits around hunger. Have you been giving into urges and eating off plan? Are you truly only eating when you are hungry? Are you absolutely positive that you are stopping before full? These three areas must be 80% or higher on your habit tracker before even considering leveling up your food. It is very important to write doable plans. That is why in the beginning, you write the plan resembling how you had been eating before you were ever on the program. If you create a plan of food that you don't like or that doesn't fit your schedule, you will be making it harder to follow. Don't judge what you are eating, what you're planning. For now, just make sure you are sticking to the plan that you created. Once you are used to writing and following your plans consistently, it may be time to level up the food choices. 
first, let's really look at the hunger scale. Would you bet me $50,000 that you are 100% of the time only eating when you're hungry and stopping before you're full? If you even have a moment of hesitancy, then take another week to dial this in before making any changes. Many times my clients are eating by the clock when their family meal times are or when their work break is. If you have a schedule that lets you eat whenever you want, that is great, but that is not the case for everyone. If you have less flexibility in your meal times, then you have a couple options to try. First, if you haven't learned this yet, hunger is not an emergency. If you are not hungry, don't eat. Later, when you get hungry, the worst that will happen is that you eat at the next meal. No one has ever died from missing a meal. This is one option. Another is that if you notice you haven't been hungry yet for the scheduled meals, then you create hunger. You do this by eating less at the meal before so that you have some hunger when the next meal comes. I have sometimes had a lunch break scheduled at 10 a.m. Many times I decide not to even eat a breakfast, knowing I'll eat at 10 a.m. I might even plan a grab-and-go type snack for an afternoon, knowing when I have a later-than-normal dinner time. I have learned about how much energy food gives me and how long it keeps the hunger away. I know that if I am hungry and I eat an apple, it gives me about an hour before my stomach is reminding me that I'm hungry again. Now, if I put a little peanut butter with that apple, maybe I get two to three hours. Three to four hours between meals is kind of that sweet spot, that optimal time frame um, of energy. Knowing your body and how it responds to food is great. Knowing what your schedule will look like will, while you're writing your daily food plan, it will keep you empowered to make your best decision when you are not emotionally tied to any kind of urge or that big bowl of M&Ms. Knowing that you have the knowledge and are making great choices for your body makes it easy to decide if you are simply planning to skip a meal or eat a little less to be hungrier later. There's no one way to do this. And as your body gets used to be being hungry at certain times and how much food you give it, it will begin following that schedule of hunger too. Make sure that you check in with your hunger often. Many times you will notice about every 10 to 15 pounds you lose, your hunger may change. The smaller you are, the less food your body will need. Many times you are not eating to full anymore, but you are still overeating. You are not feeling discomfort, but your body still doesn't need as much food. Practice leaving a few bites behind, see what happens. Sometimes it brings up some mental drama you didn't know you had. Okay, so if you are for sure 80% or better in all of your habits, and you have even checked in to make sure it wasn't time to just recalibrate your hunger, then it may be time to level up your food. I say that your quality, quantity, and frequency with your foods are your playground. I love pizza and ice cream and always pick on them, pick on them when I use these examples. I know that I wanted to still be able to eat them when I was standing at my goal weight. So I knew I needed to learn how to eat them to get to goal and to maintain afterwards. 
In the beginning, I changed the frequency I had them, not eating them as often. Then later, the quantity, how much I had when I did have them. Now, many times, I am just as happy with a spoonful of Cool Whip on my mixed berries or a little cheese and bacon on my chicken breast. This is totally your playground, and there's no right way to play. You decide what you are willing to try. Start by asking yourself, how can I make a little bit better choice? What are you willing to try and see what it does? Sometimes it doesn't move the scale, but it lets you realize that you are okay without the extra cheese on the pizza or that a half a cup of ice cream tastes just as good as three cups. You may have thoughts and mourn the eating you used to do, but remember your why will get you through. When I have these thoughts, I put my hand on my stomach when my brain is saying it wants seconds. I remember that my flatter tummy is very attractive to me, that my clothes fit better, that I don't have painful bloat, and I feel more confident. That usually reminds me that it is just my taste buds that want more from my, from my old habits, thinking I should get more. But my stomach, when faced with a really strong why, tells me it has had enough. When you are leveling up your food, if you have thoughts that there is no way this can make a difference, well, that is the perfect level up. If it feels so easy that there is no way you couldn't do it, then that is perfect. Make it so easy, so doable, and then make it a habit. Something that you just do, no drama. And then you do it again and again and again. These little changes are like little pebbles. You don't think about climbing a mountain by stepping over some pebbles. But if you accumulate enough of them, that is what the entire mountain was made of. And the best part, none of it was like trying to scale a boulder. Easy gets you there too, and usually faster since you don't battle yourself along the way. You may decide to keep the pizza and ice cream like I did, or you may not. There is no right choice. You simply listen to your body and the results you're getting. Bring any thoughts that come up to a coaching session or do your own self-coaching. Instead of ignoring those thoughts, bring them out to truly understand them. Keep them if they are useful and if they are not, you decide if you turn the volume down on them or toss them out entirely, replacing them with more useful thoughts. All righty. You guys are all able to turn your videos and your um, unmute yourselves so that we can discuss. I think, I think one person had a hard time seeing the video, so I'm not sure. Yeah. I didn't, didn't see did. any of it. Okay. No, I'll have to, I couldn't <laughs> hear it. So I'm probably not going to, I'll listen. I will okay. listen. You might be able to participate in discussion or something. So we'll see how that part goes for you. And then, um, all right, and then Bridget's at work again. So um, first of all, I know Susie, you didn't get to hear it, but it, did anybody have any questions about anything that they heard? No, okay. Well, I, I liked being able to keep things in my plan. So I feel like I'm not, um, not losing out on things, I guess, things that I enjoy. Mm -hmm. Give me an example. Like 
well, like you said, the ice cream and the pizza, mm -hmm. you know, you kind of, you kept that in there, but I'm looking at doing smaller portions of it. Like you said, instead of one cup, do three, or instead of three cups, do one cup, mm -hmm. still enjoying it, but not overindulging in it. Mm -hmm. How do you know it's overindulging? Um, because I know that a serving is a half a cup. I'm looking at serving sizes now. And so mm -hmm. I'm comparing that to the calorie intake and I'm watching my calorie intake. You know, if, if something says a whole cup is a serving, then mm -hmm. I will do one serving of it. Mm -hmm. So Jackie just joined our program and um, I haven't got to go over all of it with her yet. So I do not teach counting calories. And right, so you, you are totally welcome to do that. I saw that on your plan that you were counting some calories. Um, and so when I ask how you know you overindulge, I, it was really good to get to hear what your thought on that was, on how you knew that you were overindulging. And so yes. um, have you got to the lesson about the hunger scale yet? Yes, I, and I'm using that. That is one of the things that I keep at the, at the first and foremost. I have yeah. this now. <laughs> Good. So that is going to be how you know if you overate. So um, yeah. overindulge is, is a thought word. And so yes. overindulge is a feeling and a thought. And so, um, your body will tell you if it is hungry and that's when you eat. And if you choose ice cream, then you eat the ice cream. And then your body, when you begin listening to it, will tell you when you've had enough ice cream. And so you may choose to have a half a cup or you may like say, you know, three cups is okay if I'm still hungry. That's something you get to choose. But um, listening to that hunger cue of your body is, is going to be really important. And then, like I said, that playground I talked about in the video, like the playground of knowing when it's um, the food, like you're, when it is time to play, like in the playground of the food, it's your quantity, your quality, or your frequency. So Susie, since you didn't get to watch the video, kind of like the recap is like in the beginning, it was like, is it time? Like the scale's not moving. And I said, it's really important to have two weeks that the scale didn't move before you make changes. And then the first set of questions is, is it my habits? So that's a question for you guys. Are you guys using the habit tracker? Yes. Okay, I see three yeses. <laughs> the habit tracker, it's, it's so funny. Like, I think I've coached most people at some point, like, are you using the habit tracker? And they're like, no, I'm doing my daily plan. And it's like, okay, but the habit tracker tells you what's working and what's not. And so if I'm writing two large pieces on my plan every day and I'm following it, well, that's great. I'm developing a great plan that I'm following. And my habit tracker is going to tell me I'm following my plan every day, but two large pieces is probably not going to make the scale move. And so if I've got my daily plan and I've got my habit tracker, I can look at that habit tracker and see like, okay, I'm hitting 80% or better, which is what I said in the video that you didn't get to hear. When you're hitting 80% or better, then we know I need to look at what my food is. Like my habit isn't the problem. 
it's my food choices. And so now it's time to start level. Can I go down to one large pizza or a half a large pizza, or maybe I can put more vegetables on it than cheese and meat, you know, something like that, or not get stuffed, you know, not get the stuffed crust pizza, like making level ups that way. I'm not promoting eating two large pizzas. That's just an extreme example, of course. And so, um, <laughs> just so that we're all clear, this is a public <laughs> video in case someone else hears it later. So, but like that kind of thing. Um, and so uh, that would be like the first place to start. And so if your habit tracker is not 80% or better, then you're going to start with a habit and not level up the food yet. Really get good and strong about your habits. And there's a reason. Um, so in, in some of the uh, training videos, I've talked in those program videos about the 80% number. So I think I have anyway. I forget where I've said what at. And so the 80%... And what is so important about that 80% number is that 80% does not mean perfection. It is real easy to strive for 100% and try to be perfect. And many times people will be perfect at 100% for quite a while, but you're not necessarily learning how to like create these habits for yourself. You're just getting 100%. And so when you're at 80%, you're learning. So you're like living life, you're having stuff, you're doing good, which 80% means six out of seven days. Six out of seven days, maybe even more, you're doing good. And so when you're routinely 80%, that I would say most of the time, your habit is on track. And so it, it allows time for life. It allows time for that living and some experience. And it, alert, it allows a lot of time for learning. And so as you're learning, like if I eat off plan or I'm learning when I ate a little past, whatever, you're still getting to have things, but not, not go to extremes, not like not follow a habit kind of thing. And so that's the importance of that 80%. So you look at your habits, like, am I making a plan frequently? You do not have a food problem if you're not, if you're not like making a plan, that's a habit problem, 100%. And so that was a part of the video. I talk about what's a habit problem and what's a food problem. So when you're consistent, then you look at your, your food, your hunger um, habits, which is, are you sticking to your plan? Are you eating only when you're hungry? I even made a kind of joke in there, Susie, like, if you can bet me $50,000 that uh, you for sure are eating only when you're hungry and stopping when you're satisfied, then great. If you have a moment of hesitancy, it's probably time to recalibrate your hunger because every 10 to 15 pounds, you are going to like notice that you're not as hungry as often. You don't need like as much food as you used to. They kind of talk about mm -hmm. it like you're a Prius car instead of a big SUV, gas guzzling SUV. You don't need as much food. So like as it goes forward, like that's important. Do I need to recalibrate my hunger? That kind of thing. All that aside, 80% or better on all your habit scores. Now it's time to really like look at your food. And so like what Jackie was saying was sometimes that looks like one cup of ice cream or half a cup of ice cream instead of three or leaving the extra cheese off the pizza or trying to add a couple of vegetables instead of like the stuffed crust, like just little ways. And the more insignificant it feels, perfect. Mm -hmm. That is the mm -hmm. perfect level up. So mm -hmm. cauliflower um, crust. <laughs> cauliflower, oh, I don't do that one at all. Someone told yeah, me one time they were, it is a level up. That is for sure a level it's a good up. Thing. 
But here's my thought. If I am eating food that I don't like, I will find a different place to level up. So that is everyone's individual opinion. But that like, could be good too. <laughs> oh, like I just would not be eating it if I didn't like it. Um, Bridget shared, I like the plans. This has helped me almost like a to-do list of things like I have at work. It is helping me hold myself accountable. The habit tracker also helps me because I feel like I am not doing it mm -hmm. one day. I did not accomplish my goal and it helps me to want to achieve the 100%, which you wrote that before before I got to read it um, about the other part. So like 100%, make sure that you're not falling into that perfectionistic thinking. So like um, when you're thinking, I've got to get 100%, like you're striving towards it, but you're not necessarily having to have 100%. 80% is golden. Like I am super happy with 80% it means you're living, you're understanding, and you're leaving so much room to learn. When things become just truly habit, it's easy for them to be 100%. But in the getting there, I want you to strive for 80%. Okay, it takes the pressure off of you. If it doesn't feel hard, you're gonna be willing to do it longer. You're gonna be willing to keep doing it forever. So 80% is what I ask you to strive for. That does not mean Oh, I have for six days not eaten off plan. So my seventh day is a free for all. That is not what that means at all. It's just saying, don't let those like perfectionistic type tendencies of trying to achieve a hundred percent, you know, that's not what this is about. Susie, you have been in the program longer. Do you want to share any of like what your level ups have looked like? Because I know you've done this a few times as far as uh, kind of like try something a little different. Well, you know, like when I was at a standstill, that's when you said change it up. And so I did more fats. And so that's when I was adding like avocado to um, my salads. Uh, mm -hmm. But I, I usually eat a salad, either lunch or dinner, or sometimes both along with maybe whatever else I'm having, whether it's a chicken breast or pork chop or whatever. But the avocado seemed to have triggered a, a, a go again for me. The scale started moving. Um, at one point uh, I was doing the, the, I was drinking four bottles of water. I went to five and then I tried six. I couldn't quite get six down all the time, but the five bottles, you know, again, uh, that's more my level up, I think, mm -hmm. the changes that I've had to make that have worked for me. Yeah. So you don't have to eat salads. She said she eats one for lunch or dinner. So no, just because I do. But she likes the vegetables. And so, and sometimes she used to eat, what was it, lean cuisines or something? Yeah. Those little yeah. box frozen meals. And so yeah. it's what you like to have. But her level up, um, and I, I imagine you don't care if I share this, like she was saying, no. I'm having some dry skin. And so, like I said, okay, well, you know, are you looking at your waters? Are you looking at healthy fats? And so like diet culture would say, oh no, we need to be fat free. Oh no, we need to reduce our calories. And the truth mm -hmm. is like, it's just as important what those calories are made up of as it is how many you have. And so like, um, when you're giving your body what it needs, you're truly taking care of it. So she was saying earlier to me that she doesn't have like dry flaky skin right now. Like she's noticing her skin's not dry. And so like, it'll keep the scale moving too. attention to like, like some people are working on pooping. Some people are, you know, trying not to have dry yeah, skin. Me too. <laughs> well, I yeah. wasn't gonna go there, but yeah. 
there's a few oh, people you can there are at the, the bus moment. All day. <laughs> so there's some different you people. know almonds was another thing that helped me what did the almonds, almonds do was another like, thing that helped. okay I, How? I think i think that just well that's just a different oil right oh for the dry skin Yes, yeah. yes. I, I know, know maybe um, a handful. Some people's level ups have been to like leave cheese my off quantity. or yeah, go ahead. Your quantity. Mine was yeah, mine was always quantity because um Jack, is it Jackie? Is that mm -hmm. he's not here with us? She didn't I mean my before was a, a diet of uh, pure coke. I mean that was coke in the morning, coke at lunch, coke at dinner, coke, coke, coke. Um, and I just cold turkey put that. And so Coke filled me up. I would have Coke for lunch and Coke for an afternoon snack. And then just keep working throughout the day and not even eat lunch on my, you know, and then by the time I had dinner, I'd have a little bit of dinner. So food quantity was not always an issue for me. Um, I used to say I'm overweight because of all the sugar that I took from the Coke and the glucose that kept me going. So now, mine is a little bit different than everybody else from quitting drinking the sugar coke to replacing it with actually eating food on a regular somewhat regular basis based on hunger so yeah um jackie you've done diets before what have you done any kind of level ups before on diets or was it more of like strict rules this is what you follow um, I've always like followed the Weight Watcher plan um, mm -hmm. normally, but my A1C has been high. So I've been looking at doing um, the Atkins, which is doing the replacement of the sugar and doing the power drinks the and adding more protein. The protein shakes is what they are. And okay. um, I have found that has helped me out a lot. Um, for meal replacements, if I'm not hungry, if I'm just a little bit hungry, then I'll do a meal replacement shake instead okay. of eating. And um, I'm getting the protein, I'm getting the, without having the sugar and the calories. Yeah, so you're saying like Atkins and things. And so like you are just talking about it being like low car like low carbohydrate low sugar yes. and that's specifically for you not necessarily because like atkins is like the diet to follow or something no. but like i'm not following saying that, the diet right that food choices so the lowering yes. like foods that will lower your a1c that's correct okay and that's again i'm not really following any plan i'm just counting my calories mm -hmm. and looking at my total calorie healthy calorie um, contact um, for the day. Okay. So sometimes people want to really keep with the, um, the calorie counting for a while, or they've come from Weight Watchers and they're like, no, 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 I want to keep my points too. So they might do yeah, both. I don't count points. Okay. Um, I really want you though, as you're kind of starting into this to really dial in that hunger cue. Yes. And so um, if you want to count your calories just to kind of have that in the back of your head, that's fine. Um, I want you to make sure that you're eating when you're hungry. Like if you're not hungry yet, you just wait. 
Like mm -hmm. you'll get, you'll get hungry when your body says it's hungry. You might have, yeah. you know, enough to dine in on, on your backside, who knows? And so let it dine in for a while. Your body will tell you when it's hungry. And then I did that today. Yeah. I didn't eat breakfast. Yeah. I wasn't hungry because I yeah. looked at the scale and I'm like, I'm really not hungry. But like around 11 o'clock, I was a little bit hungry. So I, mm -hmm. um, I waited until lunch to eat my lunch. Which is fine. And or when you've got that little bit of hunger, that's actually your body saying, I'm hungry. We're just yeah. used to it needing to be like ravenous hunger. Yes. And you don't have to be ravenous hungry. You can just go mm -hmm. ahead and feed it when it's time to, right. like when it says, I'm a little bit hungry, go ahead and eat it. But go ahead and eat it. Go ahead and feed it. It's just make yeah. sure you're also paying attention to that you don't get to full and that you even learn how to not ever like get up to the full. So don't go past the full, don't go to full, start like getting to where it's just enough. And that's, that's mm -hmm. a whole playground in itself of how to get to just enough, that kind of thing. So there's lots and, and lots of areas. Yeah, I also started bringing like um, carrots and celery and cucumbers and things to have around if I am a little bit hungry, but don't really want a meal, mm -hmm. then I can just um, snack on those a little bit. They're healthier, trying okay. to get my vegetables in, trying to get my fruits in, just mm -hmm. being an overall healthy person. Yeah. Um, have you looked at the glycemic index on some of the fruits since you're specifically yes. focusing on A1C? Right. Okay. Um, I don't, I'm not a dietitian, so I don't speak right. that, that portion of it, but um, just since that's something you said you're focusing on. Bridget right. says being a, a couple of weeks in, I guess some of my level ups have been replacing afternoon snacks. It's been eating healthy snacks like cashews instead of chips and candies or drinking uh, tea instead of coffee. I'm going to share Bridget, your level up that you shared with me the other day. So she, um, she's at work right now. If you see her picture <laughs> down there. And so um, she has at her desk, it's kind of a central location where people are all milling about in her office. And she normally has a candy basket kind of just sitting at her desk. And so she uh, is wanting to not eat the candy. So she um, replaced it with oranges. And so people in the office come by and get an orange too. And so that's kind of been her level up, which was great. We did talk about like making sure she was planning the orange. So like, um, it, it being there, but making sure that you're planning it so that it, it's on your plan. You're eating things that are on your plan. Um, something else that was probably interesting to share was, um, I was explaining to her, like, you can put more than you need on your plan. So like when right. you're trying to make decisions, you might have a fast option. It, cause like, if your habit is that you're making these beautiful plans, but you're not able to follow them, something always comes up, make a fast option make the plan that you, if I have time to cook, this is what I'm going to have. And you can, mm -hmm. you can pick which one in the moment, you know, sometimes people mm -hmm. are like, I don't know if I feel like chicken or steak tonight, I'll plan both. And then I'll pick one or the other, but these are my options, mm -hmm. you know? So like mm -hmm. with Bridget, put the orange that is on your desk, on your plan, you're still only mm -hmm. going to eat it if you're hungry, but getting used to that habit of planning it and then eating what you plan those being your options, great habits to have. All right, so that's gonna wrap us up for today. Like I said, we do one of these once a month that's open to the public. 
Um, when you become a member, which the three of you are, then you get the option of doing this every week. It rotates. And so what day? So just check your calendar, check your emails. And um, if you are not part of our program and you're hearing this later, uh, go to uh, coachingcara.com forward slash free course and get started with us and see, see how you can be part of the group and learn how to uh, manage your thoughts and your habits and lose weight in a super easy way that you'll be able to maintain forever. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.